0: Kansas City on uh-huh. Miami, Florida, on uh-huh. Minnesota on Chi on Baltimore on uh-huh. That west side, uh-huh. that Bay Area. Well, love with the dope gang. With the black market, mm-hmm. where getting cocaine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty bitches, expensive cars, computer links. Black cards, transactions, and Swiss banks. Double M, self-made, black dollar. Number four, Bill Gates, black power. Young Shrill, Broward County, we up next. Top shooter Chris Kyle on my project. And so let them hear the one that you were just when talking When it's time about.
1: for people to hear my different voices, they will hear them. Mm-hmm. It's a natural transition. It is? Yeah.
0: Okay. What up, world? This is Anthony roberts host of The reality is where filtering becomes extinct alongside my co-host. Artesia. Oh, man. And we are here for the final episode. Why you
1: give me that on my name?
0: <laughs> and we're here for the final episode. I was about to say the final episode of 228.
1: And we are here.
0: Yeah. We're here. I'm here today it's to talk to about... You. You. The importance of reading. <laughs> I have found it to be very... What do you say? <laughs>
1: but it was
0: so cute. It was cute. I may have to play that clip, man. <laughs> I may have to play that clip when I edit this part of the podcast. So, But no, real talk, man. What's up, you guys, man? We're doing episode 228. Just giving you guys another bonus. Um, shout out to the homie uh, Christian. She was saying that she wanted us to do... Um, like a best of the reality is podcast where we take clips from over the last year and mash them together. That's all you,
1: buddy, with all the editing. That would have been a lot lot of work. work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And honestly, I started (laughs) to do it, Christian. I know you're listening. I started to do it. I took about, I took 15 of the top episodes, most listened to episodes of the year. Mm -hmm. I downloaded them all. I got ready to transform over into Adobe Audition to start working on them. And then I said, my God, today, this is going to take, if I do it in one day, it's probably going to take a full work day, Mm -hmm. like eight hours. Or I would have to do it over the next week. And during the holidays, uh, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. So after I realized how much work I just kind of backed out. So next year, I will do that. Maybe we can do a mid-year recap or something and I can mash them up. But yeah, I couldn't get to it.
1: I think it's more effective at the end of the year.
0: It is. I just I was you trying to make. This, to I just wanted there. to try and make the shit sound. Are you good. blind today? Have you ever told? I don't know.
1: Because you just blew these up like some, some oh, old person's phone.
0: No, that yeah, that's because I my bad. You know, you got to double tap it. Sometimes that shit don't go back to okay, the way you. Yeah, I told yeah. you somebody because I was wearing my glasses. No. So. Yeah, I did kind of have that shit blown up. Yeah, We weren't even going to be able to read what the fuck we needed to read. Not at all. So I'm glad we're doing episode 228. I didn't think you were going to want to do another episode um, before the end of the year. But one thing that I've learned is that I think you now love podcasting.
1: You just learned it. Or? I
0: mean, no. I'm just saying. Over this last year, just the work you've put into it, and mm-hmm. you being around, and you even asking me, "Hey, are we recording today?" Or, "Hey, well, I would yeah. like to do an episode." Like I can tell now that you've gotten into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you kind of rubbed off on me in that way. Uh, it's kind of hard because we have very in-depth conversations on a regular basis. Yes. So it's like, why not carry it o- carry it over to the mic?
0: Yeah, we do that a lot of times where we, I'll come up with something or you'll come up with something and we'll just put it in this little podcast notebook. Mm-hmm. Now, I did want to say this. Um, I won't say the person's name, but I was looking on social media and I saw a guy and he was talking about podcasts and he was just saying, like, re- giving reasons why he felt like everybody should podcast. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was thinking just from what he named, it was great. It was great content. He was probably helping people, you know, mm-hmm. want to do podcasting. But I disagree. I don't think. Everybody should have a podcast.
1: Yeah, because it seems like everybody has a podcast right now. Yeah. Or everybody has attempted to start a podcast, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not for everybody because sometimes I try to listen. Even, you know, some of my uh, friends that have talked about starting podcasts and I'm like, mm, do you really want to do that? Like sometimes yeah. you're more effective in the spaces that you're already in. Like you're already maybe in. maybe you do quick little videos on your IG stories. Yeah. That's effective for yeah. you. Yeah. But, like sitting down for 30 to 45 minutes. Do I really want to listen to that straight?
0: Yeah. And a lot of people don't know how to, the thing about it is I tell people all the time, especially even in dating, a lot of people have lost the art of communication. Mm-hmm. They've lost the art of being able to carry on a communication without a lot of us, um, uh-huh. and, and then not even just being able to carry on a conversation what is the content in the conversation that you're having yes. and can you and move fluidly the right
1: questions.
0: and move fluidly in and out of a conversation mm-hmm. to transition transition into something else even with podcasting like one of the things I hate and I used to do it when I first started because it was more of a news thing and trying to broadcast like I mean if I'm being honest like white people mm-hmm. you know to where you say well, well hey You Tom. were in school
1: for that. Exactly time, so. and
0: that's why it came out mm-hmm. like that but that's one of the reasons why I wanted to build my own platform because you don't have to talk like everyday reporters. I don't like you have to talk like everyday people Mm -hmm. talk the way you want to talk and that's one reason why i always tell people i love gary Vaynerchuk not just because of the information he puts out but the way he uh
1: delivers delivers
0: that information in that message he Mm -hmm. talks in his fluid language of just cursing and being passionate you know with what he's talking about but no like i said i just wanted to say i think everybody should follow steps and things that are you know that people are given to start a podcast mm-hmm. but I also think not everybody should start it because and not
1: everybody should be given advice quite honestly
0: yeah that's true too but i think it was more so like i said when i read it i think us knowing the ins and outs um right now podcasting it was just kind of like okay everybody shouldn't do it mm-hmm. maybe somebody would be better at being a part of a podcasting team maybe writing content exactly. or bringing content so if you're going to be in podcasting i think it's important to find your lane yeah so with that little small thing i guess we can plug ourselves to where letting you guys know because a lot of people have been asking about it and i've been speaking at some panels in reference to like creativity and podcasting and how to get into it mm-hmm. um, we're going to go ahead and open up our YouTube channel. Hopefully by the beginning of February, we'll have everything up and running uh, with videos for marketing, promotions, how we shot the videos, and and tutorials on Mm -hmm. how to do that. Some of them will be free, some of them will be paid.
1: We'll also be making ourselves available for um, consultations and coaching.
0: Yeah, so we plan on doing a lot of stuff, man, expanding on Roberts Media Group. um, We're still gonna be doing The Reality Is and the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're just gonna be putting some more time in the Roberts Media Group and building that brand um, to help people who wanna do some of the things that we're doing. And for people who want to just know how to step into, you know, their lane of the things that they want to do. Yeah. So now before we're going to jump into the podcast, and I know you were talking to me and we were supposed to discuss this on the last podcast Mm -hmm. in reference to dating. Um, Me and you have both ran into some incidents um, out here in this dating world with everybody Mm -hmm. who follows the podcast. They know that we used to date. Mm -hmm. We're no longer together. It's been almost a year and a half now. Yeah, I
1: was going to say
0: well over a year now. It doesn't even seem like that long. It does. It does? Yes. <laughs> well, I guess it's, <laughs> It does. It literally feels like six months to me. Really? It does. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe it's because you don't miss me yet, you know? We still hang out with each other. We still talk to each other quite frequently. So maybe if you miss me, then
0: <sighs> okay. it would
1: feel like a little
0: bit longer. So tell me what's been going on. You know, <laughs> okay, which,
1: <laughs> what, but no, no, you were talking
0: to me about dating and you were talking about... So yeah, I'm back your, out
1: here, you know, in I'm on streets. the market. I'm in these streets, um... I'm being open To different opportunities So there was one opportunity That presented itself Now quite frankly This was something that um, Was I guess Always on the table But I didn't really Pay attention to it
0: True I always used to bring yeah, it Yeah you used attention. to
1: bring it to me
0: I saw the nigga <laughs> But I, I never paid attention to it Because like...
1: I only had eyes for you When we were together So After that You know I kind of opened myself up To That
0: sounded like some real game <laughs> <laughs> but, don't, but, but, but proceed So
1: anyways I opened myself up to it And in the process of um, I guess Talking to this person that really wanted to get to know me. But I found that their process was totally different than what I was used to. Yeah. It was straight interview style. Really? Like, I felt like I was, inter- and I even told the person, I was like, I feel like I'm being interviewed for a job. Like so this what would you so- do in
0: a position to where you had to bring a client something and another client wanted your time equally? Yeah, how would it's you awful.
1: That? Like, questions like that. It was like, are you a qu- are you a Christian? Do you believe in God? What are your hobbies? What do you do in your downtime? Um, how old are your children? What are their names? See, that's,
0: just- and that's why I say the art <laughs> of communication is convers- lost. Conversation, conversation,
1: you just get to know a person by talking to them and interacting with them, and then you can kind of put two and two together and be like, Oh, and then if you're unsure about something, if it's like you know, some a, a deep question or something, mm-hmm. you can ask that. But just basic stuff, it's like you just talk to the person, you get to know the person, you don't interview them. To me, I just I don't know, I felt like it was too much. You, and then also, you're losing
0: her, you're losing her man. <laughs> don't interview a woman, never interview. <laughs> Anybody on a date.
1: Also, the second thing is, like, too much too soon. Like, um, there was one situation where this guy was, like, basically telling me that he was... You know, I knew he had children. I have mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a replacement parent for my children. They are, you know, good. Like, we're both involved in their lives. Um, But sometimes when you're dating people with children, that is something they're looking for. For me, I know I don't want to have any more kids, per se. So... Anytime I talk to somebody that has kids, I obviously know what role I'm stepping into, Mm -hmm. what could potentially happen down the line. Mm -hmm. But if you just Mm -hmm. met me and you're like, oh, I need a mom for my kid, it's like, whoa, wait a
0: minute. If a woman came to me and said, (laughs) hey, I really like you, things are cool, Junior needs a daddy.
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm not with that. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm
0: going to say, who the hell is Junior? (laughs) Junior.
1: So, I don't, I don't know. It's just too much, too soon. And then, like I said, people not really knowing how to communicate. Yeah. Um, people, I don't know, they, like, want to mark their territory. Like, I'm not anybody. Yeah. You know, I'm out here just trying with,
0: to see. Yeah. And for me, with women, it's like, I, I feel like it's a lot of women who don't know themselves. Mm-hmm. All of us are learning to be somebody. Oh, yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be trying to date trying to find yourself Mm -hmm. or your happiness Mm -hmm. within somebody else.
1: Yeah.
0: Like if I'm talking to somebody and you seem incomplete Mm -hmm. by yourself, Mm -hmm. you're not bringing that damn undone puzzle to me. (laughs) I don't want no parts (laughs) of it. Or if I feel like you're suffering from things still from your last relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, I need you to get that shit fixed. Like, let's remove the Band-Aids and let's really take care of a scar.
1: Mm -hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, it takes time. That's my thing. But people don't give themselves time.
1: And then also, you have to be open to other people's perspectives. Because I know I was having a conversation with somebody and they were talking about marriage. And my two questions. You've
0: been out here here dating, dating. (laughs) No.
1: Really, I haven't. Okay. It just seems like a It's okay. I'm just telling
0: you. I mean, <laughs> but, got some stories now. Yeah,
1: I do. I have quite a few stories that are very interesting. <laughs> but um, I was talking to this person, and my top two questions are, do you want to have kids or more kids if you already have kids, and do you want to get married? Because I know that those are things that aren't really top of my list. Mm-hmm. So when I share my perspective about dating and preferring long-term companionship over marriage, it just seemed like they were blown away. So I think at a certain age, you have to be open. Like, if you're interested in somebody, be open to it. Mm -hmm. And if that's somebody, because I even went as far, I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I can really tell that marriage is something you want, so maybe we should just be friends. Because I know that it's not something that I would want. But don't try to date me in hopes of changing my mind or make me feel like my decisions are situational. Like, I've been living my life for the past 33
0: years. Yeah, it's not going to change. I know what I want. But I think that's a lot of, uh, of things. I didn't know a lot of men did that.
1: Me either. That's my point. Yeah,
0: it's like trying to stick around to change somebody's mind or trying to tell them something. It's a few things that I hate about men that I'm starting to learn more about men just from hearing women talk. Mm -hmm. I don't like a man who tries to make decisions for a woman. Now, it's okay to make decisions sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being concise and knowing what you want. Mm -hmm. But like running a woman or creating work around the house or creating things to do around the house. Mm -hmm. Only to put them off on the woman to do them, mm-hmm. like it's your idea, but you're gonna put that shit off on her to mm-hmm. execute it. Yeah. I hate those kind of niggas.
1: Yeah, I mean they've been around for years and years.
0: So, well, <laughs> I don't have any stories for dating at this moment. So, oh, because you've th-
1: just been not just, in these streets.
0: No, I'm not in these streets. <laughs> I, I'm not in these streets. If I mean, if I'm
1: you low key in these streets, because oh you all—that's what you good at, brother. Like, come on. I don't, I don't Keep it real with the people. No, I don't know so what you
0: talking about. Why are your hands over here looking like you evil? What the <laughs> hell? So, we want to, I want to talk about first of all, rest in peace to Ian Book and the rest of the Notre Dame Irish offense. <clears throat>
1: mm, we talking about this. <clears throat> I'm glad y'all got y'all asses beat.
0: So, my team lost 30 to 3. But I had a great experience, you know. But I had a great experience. I had a great, <laughs> I had a great experience, you know. Um, one of my homegirls came through with some sweets.
1: <laughs> nah, we need I, to get a I, I, I can. Li- I, really I literally do.
0: feel you staring at hole yeah, in my yeah,
1: head. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm not even looking at you. I can feel you staring at all in my head. But, so, you invited me to the game.
1: I sure did, because that's th- what we do. You said, that's what I do.
0: You said, hey... You know what I'm saying. First of all, you got to back it all the way up. Okay, I don't, I don't know how far you're trying to go. So we're gonna let take, you take it back
1: it. to your birthday trip when I was gonna take you to Indianapolis for the game. Okay. You got sick. I had planned all this stuff out. You know, booked all this travel, um, had to cancel it because you got sick, and. When we were together, that was one thing that I prided myself on. Even as your friend, like, I pride myself on giving you these awesome experiences. A lot of stuff you said, oh, I've never done this. I've never done that. I'm that type of person. Like, I'm going to make it happen. So, yeah, you know, I invited you to the game. I, I found out this weekend or this past weekend, both teams was going to be here. Notre Dame and OKC. So, I asked you. I said, which game Why do you prefer? Why are you prefer?
0: talking with so much aggression Because in this,
1: I'm passionate about this. So... <laughs> I said, which Man. game do you prefer? Because I'm going to get tickets to go. And you was like, well, I really don't have to go see Notre Dame because I really feel like, you know, they, not, they might not win. But I'm
0: glad you said that so people yeah. will believe me. Yeah, you,
1: you did say I that. I didn't think
0: they was going to win anyway. So
1: you were like, I prefer to go see OKC. But me being who I am it just didn't rest well in my spirit that Notre Dame was going to be here and that's your team. So I was like, we're going to go to this Notre Dame okay, game. Okay, nigga, you
0: doing not the spirit.
1: She seriously, about, for real. You know who I am. I
0: just didn't know what to do. It didn't rest well with my
1: spirit. <laughs> it didn't rest well in my spirit. Okay. So after I got the tickets for us to go see the Lakers play, mm-hmm. we both agreed that going forward, we was going to kind of wait until the day before or the day of to buy tickets because seemingly you could get better seats at a better price. Mm-hmm. So, um, I even told you, I kept you updated. You called me Saturday, well, no, Friday night. You called me, okay. you like, hey, are we still planning? You still planning on going to the game? I said, yes. You said, well, my friend, uh, got <laughs> me offered me a sweet ticket. As soon as you said that, I already knew where you was going, but you know what? I had, I had faith in my heart that you was gonna be like, you know what? She always going out of her way for me. We <clears throat> always go to these games together. I ain't going to do this to her. I'm not going to ditch her for somebody with better access. Hey, man. But that's what you did.
0: I asked the guy. I ran into this white guy. The white guy asked me about Notre Dame. I said, hey, what man. What the
1: white guy know about us?
0: I just said, hey, man, what do you? What would you do? I said, what would you do if your ex-girlfriend asked you to go to a game that you want to go to, but then your homegirl asked you to go to the same game but she and has. it's
1: not like I was going to get you boo boo seats because you know say, me. Say, <laughs> like, you know, I don't mind I know, paying for good was, seats. It,
0: but it just wasn't any sweet access available for women. It we didn't were matter, looking.
1: though. Because you know what? To to bring it all the way home for you, I reached out to my friend that I usually get my sweet tickets for the Mavericks games. And I said, hey, okay, C's coming this weekend. I want to come to the game and bring my friend. And so he was like, you know what? He was like, I only got one extra sweet tick. Sweet ticket available. Mm -hmm. I will give it to you. Get it out. Yeah. I will (laughs) give it to you. And I said, (laughs) I told him plain as day, I said, you know what? If you only have one (laughs) ticket, I'm going to pass. I'd rather pay and go with my friend than to have a sweet ticket and be by myself. That's what I said. But your ass, you jumped on the first day Wait, of smoking no, 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 for somebody that had a little no, no. funky-ass sweet ticket.
0: That's not how it went. Yeah. That's, no, yeah. that's, I asked yeah. you. I said, hey.
1: Yeah, and because what? I know that you love this team <laughs> oh so much, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin his moment. Oh he want to go hang out with this person that oh got the little God. sweet ticket. So I'm going to tell him it's okay. Oh but God. I still thought that you knew me well enough to know that it was going to be a problem.
0: I already knew it was going to be a problem. But I did ask you first, I said, hey, Artesia. I know you've been looking for these tickets. I appreciate I didn't, no, it. know don't
1: make it sound like I ain't found nothing because I had some in my back pocket. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. But you still just you wanted to go. You purchased them yet. You
1: still wanted to go. So
0: I asked you. I said, hey, I know you... And like a I, suite. And then
1: said, oh the, the problem God. is you went to the game. <laughs> oh that's fine. God. Whatever. Oh I my processed God. that because I'm a realistic person. I said, <sighs> okay, I understand. He a diehard fan. He want to go <laughs> enjoy the experience. He never been in a suite before. That's cool. I have been let in a suite. Me, wait a minute. Now. Don't,
0: don't wait a minute. Why are you acting like I'm just a rat? <laughs> I got some access too goddamn it
1: Let him enjoy that Okay And then But the problem was <laughs> You never get excited About Me, anything
0: Simon in the sky
1: <laughs> You never get That's excited About anything I have literally spent Thousands and thousands <sighs> Of dollars oh, In my hard earned Time and energy And you energy wonder why Niggas asking you For a thousand dollars No listen <laughs>
0: You I gotta, gotta get her big this out. Dick swinging. Okay. No, I'm
1: not big dick swinging. I'm just letting you know. Okay. And you, ne- you literally, I present all this stuff to you. You be like, oh man, this is great. Same voice every time. I'm just this chill. This dope. I'm chill. Nothing oh, really excites me. Time. And I don't but like surprises. But then I look. I happen to open up Instagram. I see this nigga done posted a picture of the sweet ticket and everything. Oh, first indie game. First Irish game. Oh, nigga, you was excited.
0: What? <laughs> it's something to go. I mean, it was. It's a good thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Why is this energy like we're still together?
1: No, we're not together. It was just like, you know. But
0: that's how I felt. I felt the pressure.
1: No, you didn't I know, it, no fr- I, I you know did. some
0: men. I know some men out there understand that, man. You're still cool with your ex-girlfriend, and you somehow, sometimes still try not to do shit to rub it the wrong way if yeah. y'all still close. For me, it wasn't I, about I asked us. you. It wasn't about You know about what? This us. is really your fault, because we didn't really get the real story out. You told your whole side, and all I simply got to say is, I said, hey, I know you've done this work, do you mind if I go? She said she may have an extra ticket. I'll let you know. But a sweet I knew it wasn't gonna happen. is hard to pass up.
1: And because the way you, you said it, and, and I heard and you, your
0: voice. And you said, no, nah, I'm cool with it. Go ahead and go. And literally, no, that's and
1: then, not what I said. I said, I guess you got to do what you got to do. That should have told you right then and there.
0: I already knew you didn't want me to go no way. But, I mean, it was just kind of like, I just one of them things I just couldn't pass up, mm-hmm. you know? My own girl works for the Cowboys. She mm-hmm. got access to it. Mm-hmm. She invited me. You know what I'm saying? Good. But I had a great time, you know?
1: Next subject.
0: Oh, man, man, man. Mm, I think the next subject or the next topic is heading into the new year, thoughts and reflections. I think you should reflect on some of your actions (laughs) and our friendship. (laughs) And some of the expectations, some no, of your expectations too No, no, no. High. Let's get
1: let's get it straight because there are no expectations. Like you talking about, you felt like he was in a relationship. No, I totally. i under- being, I'm yeah,
0: being funny. But yeah,
1: you being extra. I did feel
0: had to. I did feel like I had to pick a choose.
1: I mean, for me, it was a, on a friendship level. Like I felt like you dished. I know me. There's some
0: guys out there with you
1: dished me for somebody that you felt like you had better access. And that that was the part that bothered me the most because let's I'm be like real. I've been I mean, riding for be real. you at
0: the minute she did have bad acts.
1: That's fine. That's, that's all fine and dandy. I mean, but, but, saying, who might have? But let's just go no, ahead. no, no, no. That's she, all fine and dandy. But you ditched me. Somebody that's been riding with you for I don't know how long and why making people, and looking out why for do you people do this? and making sure that why you women had that? certain experiences. Okay,
0: Smurf. Okay, <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. <laughs>
1: People have to watch Animal Kingdom yeah. to know that's why you're calling me Smurf. Yeah, and
0: this ain't no History Channel Animal <laughs> Kingdom. Every time I say Animal Kingdom, people be like, "Nigga, what are you watching?" No, it is a good TV show. I can't believe you just called me Smurf on TNT. But that's what—that's the name of the podcast. Okay, Smurf. <laughs> so you trying to hold me today?
1: No, I'm really not. But that really did hurt me. Mm-hmm. And and speaking of New Year um, thoughts and reflections, as All much I've
0: done for you. As much, as I, mother, you, as, much died, as I love you. When much crackhead mother did you come to? <laughs> Didn't I give you refuge? Didn't I give you a place to stay? Clothes on your back? Didn't I give you choice? Treated you like one of my boys? Okay, Smurf.
1: Anyways, speaking of New Year thoughts and reflections, as much as I love you and I cherish our uh, friendship, this whole incident was a reminder to me that, um, you know, I just need to kind of stop looking out so much for other people. Cause I think if I'm not, if I don't put my own self in my feelings, it won't, a lot of stuff doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm very nonchalant to begin with, um, uh, when it comes to like, you know, different interactions. Yeah. But when it comes to people that are really close to me, mm-hmm. I tend to put myself in my feelings and put their needs or their expectations or their wants ahead of my own. What
0: was something so, you would have did if, if anything this year, any incident, any situation, what is something you would have did differently this year?
1: This year? Hmm, I would have took my own advice a little bit more. I think I did a great job of it at the beginning of the yep. year, um, through the middle, but towards the end, I kind of lost my way. Yeah. So I think I would have just really stuck to my guns and took my own advice more, because it's easy for me to tell people, oh, do what you want, you know, don't worry about what other people think, or don't worry about if you say no, how that person's going to feel. But some, I fell back into that towards the end of the year.
0: And what's something like, do you feel like you could have done something better? I f- no, that's what I was going to ask you. What is something that you're proud of this year that you've done?
1: Oh, like I'm Maybe
0: just, a step that you took in the right direction. I
1: mean, I'm proud of my growth in general. My whole decision to lock my hair, yeah. like, really opened me up um, spiritually. Yeah. Um, and I never knew how much uh, weight I put into my hair. And just something as simple as making that decision—well, it wasn't a simple decision—but actually going and doing it, yeah. and going through the phases of looking crazy by the head, and then seeing the growth and seeing the evolution. You clowning me about my locks, you know, and really just waking up in the morning and looking at myself and like falling in love with myself.
0: But I had to give you—I had to give you a hard time. That's a part. I think that's something a part of the lock community is just a thing. Mm-hmm. Because oh, even, I know. Because people first at started, the shop gave me yeah, a hard time. Because even when I first started, like on <laughs> it went, like some of the some of the most the toughest times through growing my locks was when I would go and it'd be like, you first start mm-hmm. and they go wash your hair. And when they wash your hair, they literally pretty much wash it all down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, 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 you mm-hmm. fucking up the process. But that's a part of the process. Mm-hmm. And then when they continuously growing and then when they get to a point where they're kind of long, where they're sitting on top of your head, so they get matted and mm-hmm. caught up and tangled up. And it's like that process of wanting to be there and then wanting that process of, in the meantime, mm-hmm. you wanting to cut them because they're not looking like the pictures mm-hmm. and like other people that you look at. And you're like, oh my god that hair is amazing yeah. you want to cut that shit i
1: know i went through several phases i mean after i got my hair
0: locked oh in yeah I remember.
1: April, and then even I, I went through that super fuzzy phase Ooh. don't
0: Whatever. i know it nigga what? one time you had a cap hey. on your head and i said hey, hey pull that cap back let me see that let me see that well you put that cap back
1: <laughs> i said jeez i even called it my- like some
0: steel <laughs> wool in a cage you know what i was like yo because your <laughs> shit was just sunk in i was like you need to get your ass in somebody's church. No. Yesterday.
1: <laughs> I called my loctician one time, and I was like, hey. She
0: should have called you. No,
1: listen. This was one time early on, because I was just like, they not laying the way that I thought they were going to lay. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I started with my natural length. So yeah. I really thought that I was ahead of the game. Yeah. I didn't know. They
0: took you back, though.
1: I didn't know. They humbled you. That they was going to have to cut my ends. Mm-hmm. I thought that they was just going to keep Twisting mm-hmm. them until they locked They was like, "No, nah, we gotta cut these ends eventually. Yeah. We just giving you time to like adapt to day. the process." Like so the finally, pool. so finally, I went in and I was like, "Cut them." So that's what they did. That's why they're a little shorter right now. Yeah. But I called my loctician and I was like, "Hey, yeah. I, um, I want to get some extensions because I want them to lay the way I want them to lay. You I felt stunned. so ugly." So my locutition, she literally, she was like, "So why you want the extensions?" I said, "Cause my hair is too fuzzy." She said, girl, you want to pay me hundreds of dollars so you can get up, get rid of some fuzziness? Yeah. That's a part of the process. Yeah. And I want to say that I'm thankful for the people that God places in my life, mm-hmm. even my counselor. Yeah. Like she even told me, she was like, you, I don't need your money anymore. But You're that's fine. People, but you just need to go and apply it, what I've told you. And
0: put it in action. But
1: God has really placed people in my life that will be honest enough to tell me, don't spend your money. Because I'll go. If yeah. I make my mind up, like the extensions were going to be $700. Yeah. And I was willing to pay it but she was like no but that's a the, waste of but money but look
0: at the deeper issue though you were willing to pay it because you weren't I comfortable felt like I, yeah. with yourself and it, it is a stage and that's why i say when people ask me what i cut my locks and i've had jobs ask me what i cut them no because in in a certain inst- instance this the locks have changed my life have mm-hmm. saved my life because It was times, like you say, you look at yourself and you devalue your own Mm -hmm. self because you're not even used to what's growing out of your head because society has conformed you to cut your hair as Mm -hmm. a black man, keep your hair a certain way, no beard, same way with you guys, keep your hair Mm -hmm. a certain way, keep it straight to where when you actually do your hair the right way Mm -hmm. and let it grow out of your scalp the right way and manifest itself on its own Mm -hmm. and you look like who you're truly supposed to look like, Mm -hmm. you don't even like that shit, Mm -hmm. which is a part of the whole goddamn game of we're going to teach you to hate yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important to know who and whose you are. Because if you don't know that shit, you're going to hate who you truly are. Mm -hmm. You don't, you like the picture of yourself, Mm -hmm. but that's not who you are.
1: Yep. I told you last night um, when I was leaving, I was walking out the door. Tell
0: all these bitches and the niggas saying it's dimes and these ho-ass <laughs> niggas, take the money and take the beauty away from these people. Mm-hmm. Who are you then? Yeah. Because that's the true thing. And then you don't have somebody say, oh, but if you've got bread, you know, which there are people who have money and they're still not happy. But mm-hmm. literally, even if you have all these things to sit down and strip yourself of these things, who mm-hmm. are you then? That's why I keep doing the podcast and keep trying to make things work because I've literally talked to you and I'm like, if I didn't do the podcast and I wasn't trying to create something with Roberts Media Group, my life would just be unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. I would just be going to work. Even with the financial struggles I have from time to time because of investing in myself, in this business, sometimes I'm like, I would rather be in this situation than to have that extra money not applying or doing anything, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. to make myself happy or to leave a legacy to say that who I am naturally was here. Mm
1: -hmm. So, I think the most beautiful experience with, to bring it full circle with the hair thing, I was leaving out somewhere last night and it was raining. And I literally didn't worry about, I didn't have to worry about an umbrella. I didn't worry about whatever. I just walked. And the only thing I thought about was like, oh, I hope I don't get sick. But it was so freeing. Like little moments like that that continuously happen over and over is like a reminder of like this. is You only get one life. You need to just live it to its fullest. Don't worry about all this other petty stuff.
0: Yeah. So you had us, um, you had everybody over at your house. For yeah, for
1: Christmas, my new, my new spot. Yeah. So it was the first first holiday season in a new place. So I wanted to do something where everybody came together. Also, this Christmas was important to me because even though we're not together, yeah. when we were, um, there were plenty of times where I felt like I was having to lead two separate lives. Because mm-hmm. I, I am still great friends with my ex-husband. Yeah. Um, and I always enjoy being around you and your family. But I just felt like we didn't get to enough time together. Yeah. So, we were all under one roof together. Yeah. I think you said I could have a reality show since Yeah, I, I had did. everybody. Cuz literally
0: when I walked in, I was kind of looking around and I was like, "Okay, you were in the kitchen or whatever. Mm-hmm. The kids was running up and down the stairs, and then your ex-husband Tony was sitting in the corner, and then me and him started talking. Mm-hmm. And then when my brother came in and then my mom came over, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is a And TV Tony show. was
1: introducing himself to his, to your mom. He oh, was yeah. like, and she was like, "Oh, I know who you are."
0: And then I was telling <laughs> and I was just telling I I told you. I was like, I don't know of anybody else that has the respect of people like you because we're not together, mm-hmm. but you invited me over and I came by, and you invited your ex husband over, mm-hmm. who I know from me dating you right after you, you know, when you were divorced from him. Mm-hmm. So it's like I told you, I was like, you're the only person I know that can have your ex boyfriend and your ex husband along with your kids under one roof, and it's just and your brother and my brother and, after yeah. all the shit that we yeah. had went through with him in the last two years. Mm-hmm. And it was no beef. It was all love. And it's so everything weird
1: because I was worried. I was like, this is my first time seeing him since everything happened. Yeah. But when he walked in, it was just like nothing had happened.
0: Yeah. So, Which I wondered how you would feel about that because I know how you are about energy and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So I was wondering, but like I told you too, when my brother actually came to me to reconcile everything. Yeah,
1: after he apologized, like I told cool, you, yeah. I'm not going to hold a grudge. Like we're good now. Yeah. But I just didn't know how it was going to feel. Yeah. With that being my first time seeing him. But, you know, he walked in, he was like, oh, hey, you know, gave me a hug. It was just like normal.
0: And I saw he hugged you a couple of times. I was like, is this nigga okay? (laughs) Like, this nigga, I'm like, I don't know how many hugs you're supposed to give out on Christmas time, but nigga, (laughs) I think your count is up. Because he was just passing out hugs. But I've always told people and I've always told you my brother is more of an emotional and kinder person than I am. So, but the, the, I was, shit, I was about to say something. Oh, so I know a lot of people once, you know, when me and my brother posted pictures on Christmas together, mm-hmm. like a lot of people were like, yo, I'm, I'm happy to see you guys talking again. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see you guys work it out, whatever, whatever. So a lot of people were asking me, hey, you ain't never thought about doing a podcast with your brother. So I talked to my brother this morning for the listeners, and I don't know when we'll be doing it, but we're actually going to talk about
1: oh Lord. what his podcast you talk about my podcast. Oh, was, his podcast his was. Pie, and was.
0: um when right. I was outside to see uh when I was <laughs> to shoot somebody and I had to see I heard a noise outside and um when I dared to go check out it and I tried to procure what was going on in the area, but I I I I didn't quite understand it. But I heard this it again. Guy is so
1: funny. And I peeked
0: around the corner, but uh it didn't really um come to me in my deepest thoughts that, you know, maybe <laughs> that I didn't hear anything. Then add in my grandpa's voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, But I'm
1: no. Me too. But
0: I did talk to him this morning <laughs> and um, I told him, I said, hey, bro, I think it'd be dope for us to kind of talk about the range of emotions and thoughts that we went through yeah. um, during the process of us getting into it. And going from there. Happy 57th birthday to my mom. Um, shout out to my mom. We all went out with her yesterday. She mm-hmm. invited us out. Um, she doesn't really hang out with a lot of people. So if she invites you out, you're part of the cool crew. Mm-hmm. So she invited us out. And it was, it was dope again to see it because it was one of the first of a couple of times that me, my mom, and my brother yeah. have been in the same area and just celebrating. And you could tell
1: she was so much happier. Oh
0: yeah, she texts me yeah. because, and that was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to make mm-hmm. amends with my brother, even though it was it's him that did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to take yeah, anything don't take away his from shine. it. I'm not, so he, it was him that did it. It was him that came around and, and did what needed to be done. So salute to him. But yeah, she texts me um, this morning and last night, mm-hmm. and she was like, "You guys make my heart." Um, Feel so good She was like I feel like my broken heart Is mended Mm -hmm. To see you guys talk Because that was one of the things That she always talked to me about I'm going to tell a secret On the podcast But that was one of the things That she (laughs) talked to me about And she said "Um, I'm just glad to see you guys together She
1: texted me this morning too And I really felt like A part of the family This is the thing
0: though She hit me back She was like Again Oh, wow. And I think you guys know what that means. I won't go into too much detail.
1: You will not put that on the podcast. So
0: I have to bleep this out? Yes. You will not put that on the (sighs) podcast. Sorry, guys. She said I can't do that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) She did say that. And I was like, I said, Mom, hey, we'll talk about this another time. Let it breathe. Let the beep build, as Jason (laughs) said. But I was just like, hey, you know. Hey. But it was good sitting around there, being Mm -hmm. able to tell those. um, They started telling stories. And it's funny. How you know? It's funny when you hear people who really know you mm-hmm. tell a story about you. So that was a good time, man. And my aunt and them being there—I don't know what my mom did. Characters. I just know that they were showing you videos. Uh, yeah. That they said I couldn't see. They turned all the way up for all the right. birthday I, I celebration. No,
1: it. I wasn't gonna say nothing else. Okay. I'm just saying they had a good time.
0: All I know is my aunt <laughs> wanted to show you something on her phone, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Don't let Anthony see that." Yeah. And I was just like, "You didn't what? need to see it." What y'all old bitches out here it doing? It was a good
1: time, okay. <laughs>
0: And then my mom, she just had knee surgery, and she coming in, and I'm like, you look like you need a whole nother leg. (laughs) Like, what's going on with you? What the hell? I don't know what they did, but happy 57th birthday, Mom. I love you. (laughs) You know I wouldn't be here without you, so I appreciate you. Um, Thank you for everything, man. So before we get out of here, we're going to talk about these two movies real quick, Bill Street Mm -hmm. and Life Itself. Um, I just
1: want to say, for someone that read the book. What, Bill Street? hmm If okay. Bill Street could talk. Oh,
0: that's right. If Bill Street could talk. Yeah. Okay, get um, me right.
1: Th- yeah. For somebody that read the book, I think that the director did an amazing job of translating it to film. It's, it was the same the director. I think it's Barry was amazing. I think it's Barry Jenkins, the same guy that did Moonlight.
0: Oh, I didn't know it was... Yeah, a, same yeah, guy. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. And it had a little spikely ish to it. Yeah. Like the way they were catching some of the head shops and the mm-hmm. uh, POVs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But he definitely did a great job of translating that love story and um, capturing the audience.
0: But it also made me mad because the story is talking about a guy who was wrongly accused mm-hmm. and put in jail for raping someone. Mm-hmm. And the woman knew that he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But because this white police officer who had a vendetta against the black dude because he didn't back down when the white but officer should have been protected, and that's the thing. While watching that movie that was based in the nineteen fifties, this it's shit still is relevant. still, mm-hmm. it's still the same. Just like he talked about that one part when he was like, when he would go when um, they needed a, a place to live, he would send her to go look for places to mm-hmm. live because she would fare more, she would fare better with mm-hmm. the white men, because we all know white men love some black pussy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So anyway, he talked about that being a struggle and it made me think about you because when me and you were together, you would, I would always bring you with me mm-hmm. to go look at an apartment. But we would always have to be like, we don't live together or mm-hmm. we're, we would have to act like we don't know each other. Or I would let you be in control of talking mm-hmm. sometime or making those phone calls because with a woman, it would be easier
1: Oh yeah, to get over than a black just, man. Yeah, it's and like don't black let him men. say anything wrong to you.
0: That so it's like black men. We just it make it's harder for us. Or mm-hmm. you know I hate when it's like black men. It's hard. <sighs> it's equally harder for all of us for black men and black women. I feel like it's just uh, hard. Yeah. Period. It As depends on because it depends on what you're doing or what the day is or what the situation is. Some situations may be harder than others, but equally, I feel like we have the same. What you, what, what, what's that face for?
1: I think we're. I, I would like to discuss this further on a different episode.
0: Because I've read something where they say black women have it harder.
1: Mm-hmm. And I would like to dive into that. And um, I'm not saying you guys don't because I'm not a uh, black woman. But on a different I, episode.
0: But that's why I say I still feel like it's just, depending on what you're talking about. I know about, black
1: men have it hard, but I, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I just want to discuss this further.
0: Okay, maybe we'll bring a couple of people
1: in yeah. to talk about on that. So. Episode. But
0: yeah, well, Bill Street, go check it out. If Bill Street could talk, that's a great movie. I just didn't like that part of it as far as the racism and the, guy being thrown but it's away a part of our in the judicial system and having to plea mm-hmm. take a plea deal just to be able to get out of prison mm-hmm. that's bullshit mm-hmm. so that's that that part of it i didn't like
1: but it's a it was an amazing love story one that withstood the test of time
0: and life itself is another great um love oh, story yeah. it's on prime Yeah. It's not on Netflix, but it's called Life Itself. It's directed by the producers of This Is Us. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me want to watch it because the way, I mean, they write the show so well. Oh my God.
1: And they do such an amazing job of bringing everything
0: full circle. And they did the same thing with this movie
1: because at first when we first started watching it like you presented it to me as one thing and when I saw the trailer because I even thought it was I a love story that it was a, you know, a well it was. it was it was a love, a love story but story. it was a it traumatic it just had many different layers and it was
0: a traumatic yeah it was
1: very depressing I was like at, in the first part I was like wow
0: and I, then they went ooh, through like four sections of the show it's hard not to talk about it yeah. I don't want to spoil it for people but but I'll just watch say it yeah you definitely need to watch message. it but it has about five perspectives and it brings it full circle of from this couple and their child and just I gotta sneeze. Bless you. (laughs) 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 Woo! Back on road. So it's a it's 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 literally a love story told from five different perspectives, Mm -hmm. bring it full circle with family and friends, but it's a great movie. Like I said, it's hard to kind of talk about it without being able to, you know, mm-hmm. talk about it. So. Also,
1: speaking of movies, and the I guess social media went crazy this week. Oh, we did about watch Bird, Bird Box. Box, yeah. We finally got to watch it. Um, I think it was, you know, it was a legit movie. I really liked Did you the- see The Root,
0: where The Root was talking about racism? They were saying, tell us, I don't know, I didn't read the whole article, but the, course you the title was, <laughs> it wow.
1: started man. so strong. I thought you were really gonna make a point.
0: No, no, but the, oh my god, <laughs> I gotta find that part. But it was a part where the root, the art online article uh, publication, they were saying, um, is Bird Box really saying that white people don't want to see racism? Like how to, you know, in the yeah, movie they were I like, look, see, uh, look. they were trying to tie article. it in. Yeah. Now it was some satire to it, but a lot of white folks, of course, took offense to it. But of course they did. But it did. Talk, it, to everything. Except it, for their own bullshit. But it was a satire that they were talking about. But when they said it, I was kind of like... It makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're, you need to see what you're doing, and what mm-hmm. you're doing can consume you, mm-hmm. which is your own death. Mm-hmm. But the movie was very well written. Yeah, I um, love
1: the way that...
0: They let the black dude fight back?
1: Yeah, even the way that he went out, it was on a good note. It was on a good I note.
0: Liked it. And I knew he was going to die because of the way the movie was jumping mm-hmm. back and forth and bringing you... Not to mention the that parallels. he is some
1: excellent eye candy. Like, I just... Yeah. What is the guy's name? I, you know what? It, I think it's Trey Harris. or something. Something real black Where's my phone?
0: Okay. (laughs) No, because (laughs) you should have saw this motherfucker shimmy shoulder shake. Something real. No,
1: I want to look it up because I want to make sure that that's his name. I don't have my phone. It's on the charger. I ain't got time. But uh, if you give me Google, I can do that for you. Thank you. But I'm not trying to see nothing else in this little phone. Pretty sure it's active.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) But anyway, the movie was good. I like the part when they tried to. Oh take,
1: yes, I got it right. What's his name? Trayvonse Rose, honey. He is. Ooh, <laughs> he is a beautiful specimen. Him he and is a Kobe. Handsome,
0: he is a handsome black guy. Yeah, very handsome. Or guy. Kofi. Yeah, Kofi. Yeah. No, I, but you know what? If I was a if I was a woman, I'd take this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too.
0: Yeah. So, but I the don't thing- know.
1: Kofi got a little height to him, though. You know, I, I need that.
0: Okay, I guess so. With that little cheesy grin you got over, <laughs> looking like the Grinch. <laughs> But that, the movie was good, and I, like I said, I like the part when they tried to take his mind at the end when he was rescuing the family. Yeah. You know,
1: but I, also that was the most important part because it shows that black people are not easily susceptible. They not not at all like even they, in like, our moment
0: every white person in the movie that they took they just
1: immediately went out
0: they immediately were taken by the aura that was taking over yes. these people in the movie but with him it wasn't just that it was like that's how black people are mm-hmm. and that's he what love fight. but that's what love does uh-huh. because he loved that woman and her kids yeah but also the blackness in him because literally he was caught in that gaze like oh shit yeah and then it was like he, you knew saw, it. he pulled his like he just took his neck and he pulled it yeah. Took that gun and had let off yeah. a few rounds. Yeah. But it's Black definitely people, we've always movie.
1: had that fight. We've always, and
0: us. and I felt like they represented him right mm-hmm. because that's how I felt. I was like, and literally, not to be funny, right before they showed it, I think I said that. I was like, he should be able to just pull away and shoot real mm-hmm. quick. And then next thing you, you know, dead.
1: boom. Baby, you need to go to Hollywood.
0: All right. I, you need to get under you. All right, man. This is Anthony uh Roberts signing out from the reality is right. with uh Roberts Media Group. Thank you, followers and listeners, (laughs) for following us throughout 2018.
1: We look forward to you, (laughs) and
0: we look forward to seeing you in 2019. Uh, God bless everybody. And January 5th will be the year, uh, one year that my mentor and father figure, Marvell McFadden, was murdered and killed. Mm. I want to say I love you still, Marvell. I miss you. Um, Miss McFadden, if you ever need anything, I'm here. Christy, Rod, Eric, same for you guys, man. I love you guys. Um, and rest in love, still Marvel, and mm-hmm. it sucks when people have been taken from you and you don't get to say goodbye the proper way. So, yeah. shout out to anybody or condolences to anybody who has had to experience this. Um, live, let live, love in the new year. Mm-hmm. Give back. Keep your word. Yes. Men, treat your women right. Women, just treat do. your men right. Just do. Don't think Don't just, think
1: that because tomorrow is yeah. January 1st, you automatically have to be totally different. No. Just, just do. Just fucking do. You.
0: Don't put that pressure on your motherfucking self. Yes. I if was you so want to smoke today, smoke. If you want to fuck somebody, fuck somebody. Be nice. Be kind. Drink some water. Mm-hmm. If you say, hey, I need to go to the gym, damn fat, go. And if you don't mm-hmm. go for another week, you know what? That's on you, but that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to live by nobody. Let's not live by social media standards, because these motherfuckers posting all these smiling pictures ain't happy. I was talking to my homegirl the other day. She's like a little sister to me. Beautiful young girl. Shout mm-hmm. out to you, Whitney. And she was like, 2018 was a tough year. Oh, yeah. I think and it I, said, tough for I said, I can't even tell. Mm-hmm. And she, I, But I told her, I said, my year, this was the worst Fucking year probably of my life. Mm -hmm. The hardest year, most trying year of my life. And she was like, I couldn't tell. And I was like, Thank God for making it. I think the
1: universe waited until the last two months to give me, like, because all this year I was like, Dang, this is a great year. I'm making great strides. And the last two months of the year were like totally just, woo. I made it out though.
0: It's unfortunate, but 20, I saw somebody post something. It was like 2018. And it was like, Crackhead Whitney. And I was like, Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. That's
1: about right. That's about right. That's about it's right. I'm hoping yeah.
0: twenty nineteen is looking real nice. Who I want twenty nineteen to look like uh DJ Khaled. Always smiling and always positive. <laughs> I could take that.
1: And another one.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's all I got to say. Artesia, thanks again uh, for being here as always. Let's fuck up 2019. You guys are going to be hearing her doing a lot more of these interviews next year. Uh-huh. Oh, you, you don't. Don't do that because you already said you are You already got notes for the people that we interviewing on Saturday. I always I, have notes. And I just don't pass even, them off to you. And I don't even so have. So you
1: can make that shit.
0: No, okay, I, but but she will be a part of some of the interviews a little bit more this year, so I'm sure people are looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because you always have great questions, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to you stepping into your full lane um, this year. And I'm just looking forward to 2019. How all the much people more that me we'll me meet. You to step into it. I mean, all the way.
1: I'm all. I've been all in since you started this.
0: Okay, it's not what I'm saying. I'm what just you, saying it'll take another 10 minutes. to No, 19. it won't. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. People think you, you smoke. So smart. But oh, it's some blanks in there. Really? Pow, pow, pow.
1: No, you We're, ain't talking. You got we'll, some blanks too. We'll I think we all 20. have a few blanks.
0: We, we will see y'all in 2019.
1: Really, you gonna try to cut the We're mic off on that note? Damn, that's your speech. I'm sick of this church.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all he had to say was, I'm sick of this fucking ass shirt. But literally, he's was like, I'm sick of this church. <laughs> <laughs> and one said, oh, god damn. That's, that's his speech. <laughs> I wish I had the balls <laughs> and the gall to say that. I shout out to my homie Bo, I told Bo, I said, that's how I felt when we was going to church. I said, but if I, if I would have said that shit, my shoulders would have touched my ears to embrace the impact of my mom or whoever was up there slapping me upside the goddamn head. Mm-hmm. But that motherfucker in them rolled up Levi's and his tucked in shirt walked <laughs> up there, he took it. And when it was time to say his Christmas speech, he said, I'm sick of this church and handed it and walked Logan off. We out of this bitch, man. We'll see y'all in 2019. Now, it'll be 1990. They're gathered down below as we say goodbye to 1989. The ball is moving. The crowd sees it. You can hear them. Oh, can you ever
1: hear them? They know when it hits the bottom, it'll be 1990. Goodbye to the 80s.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When that hate don't work, they start telling lies. Baby, work gone bust a wide. It's that new money left, drugs drop. I cut my bitch off when the ball dropped.
1: Better check the situation. I can fix your situation. I cut them bitches off when the ball drops. New year, new money, then the call drops. Sweating in bed
0: keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long.
1: And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep Terms apply.